Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about our Instant Pot Bucket List. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy Instant Pot recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash IP bucket list or you can search recipethis.com for bucket list. What should you not cook in an instant pot? I talk with great excitement about all the foods I love to cook in the Instant Pot pressure cooker. But what about what not to do? What are the foods you should not cook in an Instant Pot? Let's start with number one. And that is food that is too amazing to be pressure cooked. By this, I mean that the pressure cooker is kind of there to make food taste better that wouldn't normally taste good if, say, you pan-fried it or air-fried it. And when you cook it in the Instant Pot, it just feels like a waste when there's so many other places you could cook it that could really bring its flavour alive. I'm talking about foods like fillet steak. So much better to cook fillet steak in the air fryer compared to pressure cooking it because fillet steak doesn't need a pressure cooker. So just think of all foods that are just too amazing for the Instant Pot uh, or are so delicate that they'll break apart if you try and pressure cook them. And number two on the list is certain baked goods such as cookies. Whilst the Instant Pot is absolutely fantastic for steamed puddings, cheesecakes and such like, it does a terrible job when it comes to trying to do cookies. Of course, you could do a cookie cake in there, but not actual cookies because it's just not the right texture thanks to the Instant Pot and the way it pressure cooks. Number three on the list would be anything that is rapid cooking. Rapid cooking, I mean because the Instant Pot, the way it cooks is you have the time it takes to go to pressure. Then you're setting the cook time that you want it to continue with once it's gone to pressure. And then you might also be adding a natural pressure release, which again carries it cooking even longer. But let's say you're cooking something that is ridiculously quick to cook If you cook it in the Instant Pot, and the likelihood is you will end up overcooking it. So what you can do in these circumstances, if it's a problem and you still want to Instant Pot it, is for example, like Instant Pot frozen hamburgers that we have. What we have with those is we have them on a steamer shelf and we also have them wrapped in foil. The reason for this is the wrapping in foil causes the cook time to slow down and by them being on the steamer basket and not directly in the water, that again reduces the cook time and how quickly the food cooks. So 
If you still want to cook things in the Instant Pot and they are rapid cooking, just kind of think about ways where you can actually slow them down a bit. For example, another good way of doing this is to add boiling water to the Instant Pot and then it goes to pressure much quicker. And then fourth on the list is dairy. Dairy food, when cooked in the Instant Pot, if not done right, can cause explosions. Note that many recipes you see online for Instant Pot macaroni cheese will involve adding the dairy after the Instant Pot has finished pressure cooking. This is because you can have explosions and it is messy. Trust me on that. And I think the one thing we've got away with with dairy is when we've done Instant Pot rice pudding because of the way the dairy is cooked prior to it pressure cooking if it hadn't been cooked down like this then we too would have had an explosion but of course this can be complicated for instant pot beginners so you're probably better off just going without dairy in the instant pot or adding the dairy once you've released the pressure and fifth on the list is canning The reason you shouldn't be canning using an instant pot pressure cooker and why you should be using a proper canner is because there is evidence that the instant pot does not get hot enough to kill off the bacteria. Meaning that technically you can can with an instant pot, but for health reasons it is not safe to do so and you are risking yourself and others if you use the instant pot for canning. That of course, this doesn't apply to all foods. For example, you can do jam in the Instant Pot. It just means that proper canning that you would normally use a canning machine for. Well, the Instant Pot can't be a canner, unfortunately. And then six on the list is where something is better off elsewhere. I get it. You've got a new Instant Pot. You want to cook everything in your Instant Pot. And you're quite upset that you can't cook everything in your Instant Pot. Well, once you've got into the Instant Pot and you've stopped obsessing with cooking everything in it, you have to ask yourself not to cook something in the Instant Pot where you can cook it somewhere else better. Just focus on that. For example, my husband, he absolutely hates Instant Pot whole chickens. That is because he wants crispy skin on his chicken. So when the pressure cooked, obviously he hasn't got his crispy skin. And, you know, he would much prefer it cooked in the air fryer, have juicy crispy skin, and then it's like the chicken you get for rotisserie from the supermarket, which I'm sure you agree is better than pressure cooked chicken. But what pressure cooker chicken has on your side is that you can cook a whole chicken in the Instant Pot, pressure cook it, and then you can shred it. So if your intention is some shredded chicken, then absolutely cook it in the Instant Pot because it is still better done in the Instant Pot compared to elsewhere. But if you want crispy skin, then you ain't going to get it out the Instant Pot. Or your in-between method is to pressure cook it a bit and finish it off in the air fryer. But my reasoning behind that is that I might as well just air fry it for the whole time instead of messing about with two different gadgets. You know, so just think about all the different things that you cook and where something else will be better off elsewhere. And then you can question whether that recipe should be cooked in the Instant Pot or not. 
you know, there's lots of examples of food that's much better in the Instant Pot compared to other places. I'm thinking mashed potatoes and how awful the mash is when you've boiled the potatoes and how much messing about you do. Whilst you can do it in the Instant Pot, you can do them as no drain so you don't have to drain the liquid off. Mash them up and you've got perfect Instant Pot mashed potatoes. You know, so just think about your flexibility what foods you're going to really get the most out of the Instant Pot by using the Instant Pot and what you should not cook in an Instant Pot. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now. (laughs) 